The news on CJOB with Richard Cloutier and Jody Buckingham. from home in Texas. Holly Jefferson, great to talk to you. Thank you so very much for joining us. Hey, guys. Um, thanks for having me on. How has the death of George Floyd affected you and your family? Um, it's impacted me because it's been traumatic, um, this whole process. You have to put into perspective that right now, not only are we fighting the pandemic of COVID-19 and it being on um, basically um, affecting the black and brown community, community but we've also had to witness three the three murders of Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, and George Floyd unfold in front of us and unveil a systematic oppression and racism that black people and minorities have uh, had against them for quite a while now. And it's kind of been an awakening for some of um, the white people who have been have seen this firsthand with us right now as it's unfolding. Um, it's kind of like an eye-opener if, if, if they've been blinded to it or if they have turned a blind eye to it. Well, Holly, I th- I think that maybe because of the pandemic, we all do have a little bit more time on our hands, and it is much harder to put our heads in the sand and and think that these kinds of things aren't happening when you're busy and you're running to to your job and you're running your kids to school and doing all of those things. We've been forced to confront this, and I- I'm wondering what your experience has been your your entire life. It's certainly not my experience. I'm not a person of color. Is this something that you have dealt with your entire life? I I believe that that is the reason why people are kind of thrown off by how I've been and how how I've been taking on social media. But my experience, my personal experience, is my grandfather, who was a decorated Marine sergeant, was um, murdered by uh, murdered at the hands of police. Um, while he was being restrained, they hogtied him and threw him in the back of their police car to where he died in the back of their car as they were outside of their car um, laughing and, and doing things that, that we're seeing right now that are going on. The, that he, he, sat, he put his knee on George Floyd's neck for, for, that, for those eight minutes and took his life, and it was nothing to him, just like a lot of things we go through. I'm connected to it in so many different ways. Um, just two weeks ago, um, my father... And you, you have to think of it this way. My father is 6'8". He's over 260 pounds. And he was approached by four police officers with AR-15s drawn on him. And he had to minimize and make himself not look aggressive and, and, and look small to some, in this climate right now of what we're going through. It, it, it's just a lot connects me to it. And that's why I have been reacting the way I have been reacting it's, it's always a fear of mine, especially thinking about my husband. Like, is he next? Is my dad next? Would my Is my brother next? Like, it, it, it's hard to constantly live in fear of just being pulled over by the police because we see now that even with them and how they're doing things, some of them aren't being convicted for for things that uh, uh, someone, a, a normal civilian, would be convicted for. 
Holly, when did that happen to your grandfather? That was in 2005. That wasn't too long ago. It, it, it's not too long ago. Um, and I, nobody can can tell you how to react to these things, let alone um, people who will never experience what you've experienced. And I think what a lot of us here in Winnipeg and, and fans of, of not just Willie, but of, of you and Kelly as well, want to be able to, we want to be able to do something. Is there something that people can physically do so that they feel empowered towards change? Um, that's, just, that's just like a deep, a deep question to dive into because there's so many things and so many things we have to kind of dismantle within um, the way that the world thinks and perceives people of color, uh, majority of black people, but people of color. Um, um, we have to change. We have to have these conversations about like how white supremacy, white supremacy has controlled our way of thinking, our media, our educational system, and judicial system, and the way that the world is still operating on some of the same laws and ideas that were put in place during slavery and segregation. So it's it's a way of having those conversations, and then after that, needing to have long-term solutions on how to fix these problems and how we can all get on the same page and all have the same equal basic human rights. So using your voice is, is a great, a great way. And uh, it's just like a great way to great way to just support and show your support and stand up against racism. You have to call out racism when it is, when you see it, um, you have to educate yourself on things that you may have been blind to. You know, people are quick to say racism is taught. So we have to look into, okay, so why is it continuing to be taught? And why do you perceive and, and see um, people of color in, in such a, a bad light? Um, you know, and donating. Um, there's a few places that um, we have donated to here, and to name a few is Campaign um, Zero, the NAACP Legal Defense Fund, the ACLU, and Black um, Vision Collective. There's so many different ways to just want to be there and help. I understand people are protesting, and um, you, you there's a fine line between the two, and I know you um, you guys are, are seeing that too as well, correct? Oh, we, absolutely. We are seeing it. Holly Jefferson is with this uh, wife of Winnipeg Blue Bombers, Willie Jefferson. How many children do you have? I have one. I have Kelly, my, 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 our daughter. <laughs> what do you tell her? Well, to be completely honest with you, right now, Kelly is only two. So she doesn't quite understand, like, the world that we're living in right now. But I'm but sure you've household. thought about how you're going to tell her and how you're going to raise her. We had Milt Stiegel on the other day, and he talked about how he is now having to teach his 16-year-old who's about to drive how to react when the police pull his child over. Correct. So so we, I, I understand that... I, right now, because she's two, we teach her how to love, teach her how to love everyone, and we monitor her shows and make sure she only sees, well, not only sees, but she sees shows that show other people of color 
and and everyone. So she sees all races and makes sure that she knows that everyone has value. Everyone means something. But there is going to come a time where I do have to teach her how to survive in a world that is taught to hate her because of the color of her skin. And that breaks my heart. Because even to this day, like you just said, he had to teach his 16-year-old son how to react. But you're seeing right now, even if we're pulled over by the police with a simple traffic stop, it could end in your death. Like you, you, you could die from the simple traffic stop, not signaling or, or, or maybe you swerved a little bit. Just getting pulled over, you, you could possibly die. Um, Holly, you just brought me to tears when I think about you having to explain that to Kelly someday. And I hope that, that you never have to teach her that. And that's why we're having these conversations. And we have spoken with, uh, the man who became Canada's first black police chief, Devon Clunas. And that happened here in Winnipeg. And he spends time in the U S as well. And he told us when he crosses the border from, from the United States back into Winnipeg, his home here, that he feels different. He feels like he can breathe, and he he feels like it's different. This is not a competition, and we have problems in this country, and we've, we've talked a lot about um, racism of, of of all kinds, particularly with, with the Indigenous problems that we've had with, with racism in this country, in this city. But do you feel different when you cross the border into Canada? Do you feel the difference? I definitely do, and so does my husband and anyone that I know and speak to that is American. When we have to come up for the season, for the um, CFL season, you can definitely see the difference. In my experience in Canada, uh, Canada, I kind of have two perspectives now, though, um, where living in Canada and loving the support that I get from, loving the support that I get from um, the Winnipeg organization and the um, Blue Bombers community is incredible. And and um, I feel that amount of love when I'm there and when I'm home. But just here recently, these last couple of days of just, like, seeing the black American CFL player and even myself post and have to be, like, see firsthand the actual views of some Canadians and um, that claim to be CFL fans that um, leave racist comments or even insensitive comments on how um, on the state of the current of the current state of the racism in the U.S. So um, being there is totally different from having to sit here and like hear insensitive comments or things like "Oh, we'll come back to Canada." It, it, it's a it's a disconnect there because although I can come there, there there's so many different things that come along with that. Well, Holly, we certainly appreciate you taking some time and, and sharing your story with us. We certainly, uh, our hearts go out to you with what happened with your grandfather. Um, we worry about your dad. We worry about, about Willie and your brothers, as, as you spoke about. Um, we hope everyone stays safe. Uh, as the Blue Bombers so eloquently said in their statement, silence is not an option. So thank you for speaking with us and speaking out we, we appreciate it, and we can't wait for the season to begin and so you can uh, come and visit your second home here in Winnipeg. Yes, ma'am. And I just want to point out, I didn't want to mention my grandfather to kind of take over the, the, 
the message today, and it is about George Floyd and what we are dealing with today and the protesting and everything we are seeing today is because of the murder of of George Floyd. It's about all the George Floyds. It's about all of them. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Stay safe, Holly Jefferson. Thank you. You too. The News on CJOB with Richard Cloutier and Julie Buckingham.